Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. They're going to find their seats and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, this is a podcast called Coming of Age. Yeah. Welcome to what, it. That's what the name is. Yeah. <laughs> this is a movie podcast. Uh, we are joined by the Queen of the Netherlands, Chase Cummins. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> and we're also joined by... Uh, I don't have anywhere near as fun of a retort as Queen of the Netherlands, but another great person, Alan Loosebrock. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Hello Hello. out there. How are you out there, world? Well, it's 2018, man. New year. First episode of a podcast. I feel good about it. I'm pretty good about it. I feel Mm -hmm. very good about 2018 so far. It's been all right. Yeah. So it's only I been, mean, as good as it can be, be at this point, you know. It's only been three weeks. What? <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're going to jump right into it. Did you see anything good this week? Um, uh, this week, I have mainly been watching Search Party, and I finished it today. Oh, what would you think? I, I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing, right? It's a crazy-ass show that I did not think that it, that's how it was going to be. I didn't either. Completely yeah. took me off guard. I love that last shot of the last episode. You know what I'm talking about? The, yes. the mirror. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I can't believe Michael Showalter made, like, helped make that. And he's not the sole creator, but. It's awesome. Yeah. It, it's very off guard. So, spoilers abound, I should say. We should just talk about it. Are we it for just going to talk about it? Let's just talk about, talk about it. it. Yeah. Really? You want to just exclude people on our first episode who haven't seen it <laughs> and just talk about All right, a right. show that they haven't seen, whole two seasons and reveal everything <laughs> when it's super surprising and amazing when you haven't seen it and You're you right. watch it? We shouldn't talk about it at all. Let's not, you know. It's good, guys. Watch it. You should really watch it. It's really funny and it's also pretty fucking tense. It's really tense. It actually gets like some pretty some like surprising amount of drama in there, and uh, it's my new fascination now is with John Early. After, yes, after watching that show. Yes, you fell in love with him. He is pretty fucking awesome, though. Yeah, what'd you think of his characters episode? I thought it was all right. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. It's it's very funny in some parts, but like other parts, I'm like, oh man, John Early is just so John Early. Like yeah. he's just. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, I, I know what he's going for, but his character is so fucking annoying that I'm just like, oh my God. Like He's just like, that. That I know which character you're talking about and it's uh, it's just so self-obsessed and insecure yeah. and like, yeah. I love the joke in that though, where that, that he told his boyfriend that they could get married once everyone could get married. And now that that's happened, he doesn't want to get married. He thought that it was going to be like, it would never happen and he'd never have to deal with it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I feel like, like his character in Search Party, his character in High Maintenance, and yeah. also that character that he does in the characters, like the one where he's closest to, himself, to himself. Yeah, they're all so close to who he actually is. He's so. just like making exaggerations about his own life, but like they're not that far from the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would like to think he's not quite as like insecure and narcissistic as that character is 
Yeah, the narcissism. It like really like yeah. hopefully he's not like that. But he know, seems I, pretty great. <laughs> I feel like to be able to play it so well, you'd have to understand it, but you couldn't you couldn't be it, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I could be fucking wrong. He could be a complete douche. He's just totally sassy and like it's it's good. He's it's hilarious. Good as fuck. It's yeah. awesome. I love him. He was on uh there's an episode I don't think you watch it or listen to it. Who charted? I haven't listened to it, no. You know what it is though? No. Oh, it's a uh podcast with uh Kulop Vilaisak. I don't know how to oh, say it. Oh, oh. Uh Scott Ackerman's wife. wife. Yeah. And uh also Howard Kramer, who's this guy I didn't know about until I, I started listening to it. But uh yeah. they just had John Early and oh uh Ber- Berlant. Uh her first name escapes me. Her last name is Berlant. She's the I don't know. she's the uh, person who like signs his book deal the, that woman oh that okay she's in the characters too they're fucking hilarious together oh i bet <laughs> they're so fucking funny their bit in the character is my favorite part when he's playing the christian southern mom yeah looking for her or when they're sitting on the couch smoking cigarettes the two of them are they kill me it's amazing <laughs> i'll have to listen to that like, you totally should. It's absolutely entertaining. Remind, remind me what that's called when we're done with this. I will. Because I will uh, write that down. Well, it's it's so great. Oh, I can't talk about this podcast. I'm going to talk about a podcast on a podcast. Go listen to that shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just listen to it. <laughs> but uh, We're going to talk about a podcast on our movie <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, well, let's see. I watched the new HBO show Mosaic this week. And we finished that last night. I re- highly recommend it. You finished it. Oh, it was, yeah. It was only six episodes. Oh, wow. Um, and it's yeah. like, the, I want to do the, the app because it's like a video game too. But um, the show is pretty phenomenal. I thought it was like, a, it's Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've, have you seen his other show, The Nick? No. You got to watch that. It's fucking awesome. It's Clive Owen. That's the one with the... Uh... The girl from Always Sunny on... No. No. That's the Mick. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't seen it. No. Have you seen, seen a Mick? lot of that show. No, really? I have not really? seen that show. No. I wonder if that show's good. I can't imagine. I like her, but I don't know if I like her outside of It's Always Sunny or not. But like Always Sunny makes you like not like her as well. Yo, know, they're shitting on her the entire time. <laughs> and then if she plays the same character outside of that realm, I'm like, what? I don't want to watch this. <laughs> but that's it. Is she is she like that same character? She's like, like a, a shitty person. Just like a troublesome person. You know. Yeah. Person. I don't know. The well, fucking I remember when it was coming out, I was like, oh my god. Bad. Yeah. It's like fucking getting her like falling down the stairs and shit. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> well back to the nick which is a different show and much better um, how would you know i don't all right but it's awesome. go on it's an awesome show um yeah set in the 1920s it's about a doctor experimental surgeon Ooh, rough life rough life yeah clive owen fucking awesome okay i have i do uh i i recognize like the poster with him and his gloves up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. It's brutal, but it's fucking awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. I love brutality. Brutality. And, and awesome medical brutality. Oh, wow. 
No, Steven Soderbergh's the shit at TV, though. I honestly, I didn't really... What did you think about Logan Lucky? Um, I didn't care, honestly, that much. I So I watched the film. I watched, like, the first half. I watched the first half. The first half. And... I also watched the first half. I don't know what the fuck happened. I, I think I had to, like, go somewhere or something to turn it off. And then on a plane... You finished very it. Very recently, I finished it. I never finished it. And, uh, okay, well, you need to finish it. Not really. <laughs> uh, you, if we want to talk about it, sure. But we're not really going to be a lot to talk about. I finished it and I was like, wow, the last half of that movie is fucking dull. That sucks. It was not. It was like, ugh, it unfolded so like, well, all right, movie's over. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that sucks. what the fuck? <laughs> this is I was not about it. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong and, you know, I'd missed it. I don't think. I, I mean, you're right. I, I probably mean, should finish it. But, you know, maybe I fucking missed it. I don't know. I wa- Sometimes I do. Sometimes I miss things. I mean, entire, we all We're all human. Entire ends of movies <laughs> go over my head. You fall asleep a lot. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But, you know, <laughs> these movies aren't good enough. Yeah. And keeping my attention. Yeah, you'd stay up. It was There's actually, actually really watching. good movies that we'll all be watching. You're like, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll go from laughing really hard in like a five minute span to sleeping. <laughs> huh? just, I think we just watch movies too late at night. Yeah, I can't handle it. I wake up early. Early. I need to go to bed at eight p.m. <laughs> Tylenol. Oh uh, well, uh, yeah. So I watched Mosaic. That's wonderful. Um, That's great. What's okay? You have watched the other show, the Versace show. Started. How is it so far? It's good. So far, two episodes in, right? Mm-hmm. The guy playing uh, the killer is really fucking great. The ad for it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And like, <laughs> it comes out like, "Oh, what is this? A Versace ad?" And it's like. <laughs> fucking murder and then fx logo fx logo finally makes it make sense like yeah. otherwise i was just like i don't know what the hell's happening what is this well their promotional stuff is crazy uh, for all their shows how they're like picking these shows like that are like you know like they did oj simpson and they yeah. did they're doing this Versace. and they also did um what's the uh uh bet and joan but, but yeah uh bet or betty versus joan the um the feud yeah yeah the feud the feud all that shit like it's it's very interesting yeah and they have like you know like they're going for something and all of those you know like they're they're all kind of the same uh line of entertainment yeah but what i like about at least so far they're all really thematically sound and insulated into whatever like like Betty versus Joan, like had its own themes and it like told its story and wrapped it up. And like, it was really like tight and the same with yeah. OJ Simpson, the people versus OJ oh, Simpson. People versus OJ Simpson. So well so written. Good. Yeah. It's so good. And like, it's like really the It made me like John Travolta again too. Yeah. People like, were complaining about that performance. I was like, it's pretty <laughs> compelling performance. <laughs> yeah, so weird. <laughs> that is pretty good. Also, it's just John Travolta and how he says some things are kind of funny just entertaining yeah. well and he was doing that weird fucking accent and he, it looked like he had lipstick on the whole time yeah i love it yeah i thought cuba gooding jr did a job as oj even he, though he it, did. it didn't really seem like it wasn't like a, a like 
oh, you're, that's exactly what O.J. Simpson was like. It was yeah. more of like an interpretation, but it was awesome. It was great. And like, what's what's the last thing he did before that? You, I feel like he kind of disappeared for uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. I saw him in radio. <laughs> I never saw radio. Oh, man. I couldn't tell you if it's a good movie or not. It's, <laughs> I, was, I was 10. <laughs> yeah, I remember when it came out, like I was in middle school or some shit i think we were older than 10 we were we were in middle school yeah we were like 13 maybe but uh my friend ethan peterson yeah that's right you ethan peterson <laughs> fucking asshole <laughs> no. he was my neighbor and he was a very good friend of mine and uh, he was huge into movies like he would get fucking sucked into that shit and uh that was one of the Wait, what were we talking about? Cuba Radio. Gooding. Radio. Yeah, that is a movie. Also, like Snow Dogs, like another yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm like, hey, what are we talking about? <laughs> Wait, I just completely Wait, lost I, track. Of I just started thinking about my childhood. What is going on? I veered off. Wait, where am I? We were talking about Cuba Gooding Jr. and, and Radio, and now you're off in uh, well, Nostalgia he, Land. He, like... <laughs> He was like so about radio, like after he saw it and he like bought it and like, it's strange that I didn't see it because he watched it so many fucking times. I don't know. Like, like when two towers came out, dude, we watched two towers so many fucking times religiously. And it was just like fucking word. It's three hours. <laughs> and we're like when I was a kid, the Lord of the Rings movies didn't even, the length didn't even phase me. Mm -hmm. It was like, I want That's another true. hour. I wish well, like, it was two hours longer. Honestly, we would like put it on and like play ping pong and shit. Yeah, like it's just in the background. Like wait, this part. Oh, this part's awesome. But there, there are other times where you just straight up. You just watch a little goddamn just thing. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew and popcorn. <laughs> oh my god, you're bringing me back to my childhood. <laughs> oh man, it's good. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> Um, let's just reminisce about, uh, about growing up just and nostalgia. we'll never be back there again. It's coming of age. <laughs> let's go back in time. Back let's to back 1999. I was eight years old. <laughs> All alone in this world. Oh man. Very nice. It's crazy to me that like the matrix came out in 99 I remember like hearing about that as a kid and it just like, I don't know, it became such a thing in my life around 2001 when I finally got my hands on it. Mm -hmm. It just, it feels like it was out for way longer than that. Like when I was growing up, I'd hear people talk about it and then you're like, oh, well, it literally came out in the middle of my childhood. <laughs> I remember being a child and my dad talking about someone from his work, uh, like saw the matrix and was like, oh, that's real. Like that's, that's totally, that's what's how happening. it is. And, and like, you're like, kind of like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Like when, <laughs> when you, when you hear that when you're a kid and then now I'm just like, he was right. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> He's totally right. <laughs> that is what's happening. He's a uh, smart guy. I read somewhere, I forget who said it and they might be full of shit, but I remember reading somewhere that if. If we ever create something akin to the Matrix in this existence, then we're like 100% in another simulation ourselves. And then we yeah. just be a simulation in a simulation. Once we do that, it's just like all quantum It's just, just like, like burst open and take over the world. 
<laughs> all the flat earthers were right and we're like <laughs> and wrong at the same, same time. time yeah whoa oh fuck um all right well i think we're a little off track now <laughs> i love it it's fantastic so uh snow dogs no i'm just kidding <laughs> that's what you all tuned into here <laughs> I watched Snow Dogs so many goddamn times. It's the best fucking movie ever made. Like it's Citizen Kane of the Disney movies. The he's a dentist. He was training. Did you say it's the Citizen Kane of movies of, of Disney movies. God, I like I like the other line better. Of movies, the Citizen Kane of movies. Wouldn't that just be Citizen Kane? Fantastic joke. But, um, but, um, but, um, <laughs> I, I've, I don't know. I've been watching that and like the new high maintenance and I haven't, been, I haven't been watching it. Goddamn. Anything, a- anything. Else? I watched like a lot of the award screeners, you know, yeah. on, and Phantom Thread. Oh, Phantom Woo! Thread was fucking beautiful. Phantom Thread was awesome. Yeah. I had a very good time. I loved in the it. theater. A fantastic experience. There was like six old couples <laughs> and us and me and my friend Dina and we were just watching it and it was fantastic. What, very, um, very relaxing experience. Yeah. What did, what was your favorite part about that movie? My favorite part is <laughs> you have to like say like not being the soundtrack because the soundtrack is my favorite yeah. part of the Besides movie. Besides the soundtrack. What was like, <laughs> oh my God. That soundtrack is incredible. It's so good. I can't imagine what that movie would have been like with a different soundtrack. I mean, it would still have been a good movie, but that, yeah, movie, that soundtrack really just like It was just so it. beautiful. It like took me like, like not a bad way, but like it took me like out of the movie. Like not, not a bad way at all. Like I was literally just like fantasizing about the soundtrack. <laughs> like, I was listening to the music and I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking amazing. <laughs> And then I would just think about the music, and then I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching a movie." Like, <laughs> I like, like uh, not that anything moves too quickly in that movie, but like, it moves pretty. I was quick. getting, I was getting very, lo- yeah. Honestly, the, the love, the love, like connection. I was like, "Wow, this is just." They're there, you know. Yeah. Like, how much time has passed? Like, it did. Would it was really hard to tell how much time was passing. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like years passed at certain parts. Yeah, the camera work really like fucked with me. I Honestly, like my favorite parts are literally just from how good the uh, car scenes look. Hell yeah! And like when he like so there's a I feel like there's like one or two of them before he meets her, or picks her up or something, and then he picks her up, and when they're driving, it literally looks like there's just like almost like a screen behind them yeah like it looks like that old style kind of but it looks so fucking beautiful and good and like they just look like they're going fast as shit they probably were and it's awesome i love it so much that and the uh when she cooks him dinner dude i love is when he's like complaining about the asparagus yes like that whole sequence like him walking in and uh, I can't remember his, like, I don't know if it, I would say assistant, but his, like, partner. Yeah. Like, he's, like, asking where she is. 
He's like, oh, I sent her home. Like, she'll be back later. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm going to go take a bath. I'm going to get in the bath. (laughs) And then just him criticizing the fucking asparagus. So good. Yeah, that was great. You know I like my asparagus with uh, olive oil, not butter. But yet you cooked it with butter. (laughs) So good. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is... Like, I don't understand where that man gets that ability from. It's crazy. He's so well put together. <laughs> He's so good. In every way. I don't mean that, uh, you know, in the physical way. Even though he very much is. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen him with his shirt off at the beach. <laughs> I'm sure it's glorious. the front of People magazine. <laughs> sure it's glorious. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> He's the sex symbol of the century. Lincoln. <laughs> there he's... will be blood. Oh my god. Oh my god, he's so sexy. <laughs> Look at him abandon his child. <laughs> Look at him abandon that boy. It's so hot. Yeah. He's sweaty as fuck. <laughs> he's a fucking megalomaniac. Oh my god, I want to watch a that butcher. movie right now. I love that fucking movie. Um, I never saw Lincoln. Oh, I, really? Yeah. It's pretty good. Steven Spielberg. I, I mean, honestly, I, I I feel like just from the performance alone. It's worth watching. It's worth watching, but uh, I don't know. I just don't think people understand the power of Daniel Day-Lewis. Because when it came out, I don't know who told me that it was just kind of a little slow and boring. But some people told me this, and I was like... I'll see it sometime, you know, and I didn't go see it. I didn't think it was boring, but, uh, but I guess you, I can see where people are coming from. Cause it's just like, it's like a serious biopic about, about Lincoln. So there's yeah. like, you know, the topic could be probably dull to someone, but I don't know. I thought it was pretty electrifying. Like his perform, like knowing like what he actually looks and sounds like, and then to see him doing I mean, essentially what I would consider probably the closest depiction of Abraham Lincoln since Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I mean, that's it's literally the closest we're going to be able to see what Lincoln was actually like. is pretty incredible. I don't know. VR. <laughs> it's going to be like a time machine. What is that? Oh, man. wonder, like, once they start just, like, replicating humans... Like in VR, like where it's just like literally the same person, like just in the VR, has the same personality and everything up to that point, at least. Yeah. You know, that's very weird. And uh, if they could do it for past people, I don't think they could. Then it's just going to be actors and Dale Day-Lewis will just be playing the role in the VR. If we we, uh, uh, perfect cloning technology, we have some of his DNA still. We have his bloody shirt and all that shit. True. So, who knows? They could clone him. But it could be both. You know, you could be like, oh, no, I want I want Dan J. Lewis Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and I want both of them to duke it out. <laughs> the real, like Abraham Lincoln's clone versus Dan Lewis. I want to be in the room. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they fight. Yes. On top of Hell in the Cell. And John Wilkes Booth is just moving the gun back and forth, like, which one do I shoot? The loser, the loser gets killed. 
<laughs> I'm the real Abraham Lincoln. No, I am. <laughs> and then they see the gun. They're like, he's the real <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> no, he is. <laughs> Kill him. No, shoot him. He's real. I'm a fraud. I swear it. <laughs> he re-signed the Emancipation Proclamation. He slept with my wife. <laughs> that fake mom. I'm the fake Abraham. The real one fucked my wife. Such a sly gentleman. <laughs> what a dog. Mr. Lincoln, you dog. Sexy Lincoln. <laughs> and I do it again. <laughs> jumps out the window. I'd fuck her again. Spreads his wings, flies away. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Angel. <laughs> That's the next installment. Instead of the vampire hunter? Yeah. He's just the angel. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead in heaven. <laughs> he just comes back down. Have you... Uh, have you seen Vampire? No. It's pretty fun. <laughs> really? It's fun. It's stupid. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm very much sure. I don't know where, where they are in the Sharknado-verse right now, but I think they're on like five or six. They're pretty far into it. I know there's definitely been a four, but I think I heard of a five the other day, and I, I some actor that I heard was in it, I was just like... Okay, like they <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing. Of course, it they was do. like just some fucking campy ass yeah, motherfucker that yeah. was just like, yeah, I, I I'm gonna watch that sometime. <laughs> like, gonna like, have what to see that. Oh, the uh, the new Tommy Wiseau movie is gonna come out soon. Best friends or best fiends or whatever it's called. Oh my god, um, it's like a two parter, and it's got like. Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero, and I think Paul Shear's in it. A bunch of other, like Jason Mantzoukas, I think, might be in it. Well, like, I wonder if at this point he's just getting tips from other people, or or people are at least trying to, like, guide him into the, you know... He didn't direct it, though. Okay, he didn't direct it. He's acting in it, but he's acting in it with Mark from The Room. Greg Sestero. Okay, so he's just an actor in it. Yeah, he's one of the main characters. He didn't write it or anything? I don't think so. But I okay. think it was yeah, written. Yeah, that's totally. I, th- I think it was different. written to be like. Because I don't think I would honestly uh, go see another one of his movies. <laughs> I, I just don't think I would enjoy it. Like at this point, like I think that he's too self-aware that he wouldn't make something that you're like, oh, like he would like go over the line, and you'd just be like, sorry, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Your first attempt was. You gotta fuck this. <laughs> Try to be serious, and we'll see what he works. You know. Yeah. He poured his heart and soul into the room, and that's what came out. Like, I don't want him to just be like, his heart and soul. I could do anything. Like, just make fuck. <laughs> I made the movie, and now I'm famous. <laughs> it just made him Italian. Yeah, the pizza guy. Yeah, I can't do anything else. <laughs> Motherfucker. The only accent I know. <laughs> um, that's so good. Well, let's talk about this movie. Yeah, let's do it. This so, is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched a movie called The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension.
And it was fantastic. It's as fantastic as that fucking title. And as the trailer makes it look yeah. like. Watch the trailer and you'll want to immediately want to watch the movie. And it's really, just, it holds up. And like it, the trailer makes it like yeah. exactly what, like it does a very good Without revealing anything. Yeah. It shows you exactly what the movie is. And it's so good. Yeah. It's so fucking hilarious. And like, I don't know why I've never heard of it. I've never before heard of it before. You mentioned it like, who knows, like a month or two ago. Yeah. And I only heard of it from a coworker who saw it in the eighties when it came out and was just like talking about how no one talks about this movie, which I'm glad I got part of that was part of that conversation. Cause holy <laughs> shit, dude, it's so fucking amazing. Um, it's got Jeff Goldblum and Peter Weller. Yeah, Robocopy, yeah. and he's he's Buckaroo Banzai. Peter Weller is Buckaroo Banzai. You've got Clancy Brown as one of his henchmen. You've got Ellen Barkin as the love interest. You've got Christopher Lloyd as one of the evil aliens. John Lithgow as the leader of John the evil Lithgow is, evil as aliens. one of the best characters I've ever seen. Like when he's introduced, you're just like, oh my god, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. He gets a little on my nerves later on, but. <laughs> A little bit, but he's a pretty funny villain. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, like, we didn't fucking know what the hell the movie was trying to do at the very beginning. It's like throwing you. It's pretty incomprehensible right right off the bat. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is everyone talking about? And like, is this lingo? Am I just gonna figure this out later? Do I need to watch the movie again? Probably. <laughs> like, I need to, I need to watch like the first half of the movie again. Yeah. Which was the best it, half anyway. Yeah. The, the first half was First half is better. fucking awesome. Yeah. The fucking like the rock concert, which we get a musical number and that whole sequence in the audience just fucking. And Peter Weller was actually playing guitar during that scene. Which is crazy. He was really playing guitar <laughs> according to, you know, some fucking website that hopefully is true. Yeah. We're not fact checking any of this. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> This is a, but, a, a uh, kudos flash. to you if you did it. That's pretty cool. I don't even remember his his guitar part, but I, it was one. It was like ten notes. He he would like played the solo and then he stops and he's like, S "Everyone having fun out there?" Oh my god. Okay, so literally, uh, if we're gonna talk about that scene, I'm totally fucking like, oh, it's that was like one of the, my favorite scenes ever. Because he stops it. It's like, is everyone having fun out there? And like, everyone was having a blast. And it's like the most party music ever. ever. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. He pulls out a little trumpet, like bugle shit, starts jamming on that. It's amazing. And you think that he's like dropping it down to be yeah. like, is everyone having fun? Yeah. yeah. I can't hear you. You have fun. Yeah. Something like that. And then he's like, all right. And then like, keeps on going. But no. He's like, is anyone crying out there? And the audience is like, oh, no, what? It, like, they wait like a few beats before they, like, you yeah. as a viewer even knows what he's talking about. And he's just like, are you sure no one's crying? <laughs> and then there's this girl sitting there, and she's like, no, I'm crying. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, 
can we get a spotlight and a mic for this girl? And she's like, fuck, what? Please no. <laughs> Please don't do that. And uh, he's talking to the guitarist, his like, buddy. He's like, get her a mic. And he's like, are you serious? Like, he's really <laughs> the band to... doesn't even know what the fuck's like, going what on. What the hell are you doing, Bonsai? <laughs> Buckaroo? What the fuck? <laughs> So they get him, and she's he's like, uh, why are you so unhappy? Or so? I don't even remember what the fuck he says at that point to her. But he, she's just talking about her problems, how she's penniless, and like... Yeah, she's done with the city, and she might as well just end it all. She's down to her last nickel. Yeah. He was like, what's your name? What's your situation? Kind of like, he was just like prying in front of an entire crowd of people. Yeah. And then... You, you find out she's lonely and he's like, you're lonely. Okay. <laughs> he I'll play you a song. plays this piano song, like sad as fuck, totally different. And the band's even like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> they're like, what do we do? Like what? The, we're, literally we're, one we don't of them, know it, cut, it cuts in the middle of the song to one of the band members going, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but then eventually the drummer gets on and then like, the rest of the band kind of begrudgingly starts playing. Yeah, they all just like, yeah. oh, I guess we're doing this. Like, <laughs> start playing. And they all know this fucking song. Like, they're such good musicians. They got it in their ears, baby. <laughs> and uh, the girl starts, like, holding a gun to her head. I know, like, really slowly just pulls a gun up and puts it to her own head in the middle of the crowded, like, club. Yeah, and then some... Uh, no one stops her. Literally, this waitress is walking by, bumps her fucking arm, and then she shoots up in the air. Yeah, and it's accident. like no, everyone, so so many people are behind her. Yeah, and literally can see her holding her gun to her head, head. Yeah. and then a server just accidentally bumps into her. <laughs> like it's completely on accident. You would think it would be someone just be like no, but it had to be that way. So like the crowd was kind of like egging her on like when oh, she was telling her we, problems they were like we totally forgot about that <laughs> excuse me it was the best part of the movie actually <laughs> is the introduction to the off-camera audience yeah or just anyone off-camera in the movie got is like great lines has the most amazing lines which like so many more movies need to have that yeah because it's hilarious because you can just fucking think about whoever the hell is saying this yeah and they were just so sassy all the time and what she's like, she's like, like, I'm penniless in this town. Yeah. Blah, blah. Okay. Like, yeah, boohoo, you want a fucking violin? Just like, oh my god! And then Bonsai is eventually like, don't be mean. We don't need to be mean. But <laughs> like, the crowd wherever. during that whole part is just like, ah, ha, ha. like laughing. <laughs> they're so good yeah and like it continues for the rest of the movie like off camera like it'll be like a scene where you wouldn't necessarily even need to have the dialogue but you're having like a commentary from someone off yeah camera. they're they're in the jail breaking the woman out and they're like all right we're gonna get you out of here and uh, some other like, woman yeah like, me, me too oh take me with you <laughs> yeah me too so funny like when the alien uh the the uh the good alien shows yeah. up to Barker's house. Yeah, alien. the Jamaican alien. And then uh, 
He's wearing that fucking jacket, and the guy off camera is like, "Nice jacket, man." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, what's in the big pink big box? box? What's in that big pink box? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I love the anyone off camera is my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, I, I would have They're to agree. They're so good, and like the people on camera are pretty fucking great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're all like. They they all seem like they don't know what the fuck's going on either. Like you think that they're like totally in on this whole thing, and they're like in on the plot. But like when people do things, like they're surprised too. <laughs> yeah, they're like constantly being surprised by the world around them, yeah. which is great because like it's a very foreign world to the audience outside of. The yeah, Buckaroo Banzai's teammates are like, what the fuck? Like he says, like at one point he's like, I'm going to get my guns, and the guy, the blonde guy's like. Guns. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> like, like just like the president told him that he declared war or some shit, and he's like, "I'm going to get my guns. I'm going to get my guns. Your guns. Jeez <laughs> Louise. Oh, and Jeff Goldblum seems to be the only one who's not surprised by anything. His character is just kind of like he's just Jeff Goldblum, yeah, literally the entire time. Like, so he's a little like, "Oh, really? Like that's that's how that's going? Like yeah. shit like that?" But like. My he's never favorite, like truly like shocked or anything. Yeah. My favorite part with him was when they go to pick him up on the bus and he's like, Hey, congratulations on breaking through that dimension. I mean, we, we were just doing surgery. Yeah. You didn't even mention it. You didn't even talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is so funny. <laughs> like, it was the same day and you yeah. didn't even say anything. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> he like says that he's like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then, uh, he's dressed up like a cowboy. The whole they, movie, yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, Not like, like, like John right Wayne when Cowboy. You see him and uh, the guy's like, where's your spurs? And he's like, is he making fun of me? Is he, is he, is he making a joke? <laughs> what is he, making fun of me? <laughs> so funny. Oh, he was so good. I fucking love him. Um, <clears throat> what else about this movie? It was kind of like a fucking cartoon the whole time. It like, was crazy Live action shit. cartoon. So... Literally starts off with all this jargon bullshit. You know what the fuck's going on. People just saying shit. And then uh, Buckaroo Bonsai fucking shows up, gets in this fucking Ford truck, Ford pickup truck with a fucking jet on the back, <laughs> jet engine on the back of it. Yeah. And he starts going super fast. They're in like, the he's going to break the sound barrier. <laughs> And there's a really cool shot with the desert in his uh, visor of yeah. his helmet. So and it looks badass. fucking amazing. It looks so cool. Yeah. And then so he's supposed to cross this finish line or something. I don't know exactly, but he veers off at the last second. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Buckaroo Bonsai, yeah. this guy. They're like, he's, the car's going to explode, man. You got to turn around. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck you. I'm driving. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say a damn word. Drives straight into a mountain wall and then breaks through into the eighth dimension. And there's just like a bunch of like weird ghosts, like fucking like looks like fucking neurons and electricity. And then there's like weird ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? It was very bizarre. I my question is why? What happened to the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension? Why were they jumping in? They never really like it was just the eighth dimension. It just sounds good. It's, I guess. <laughs> the fourth dimension sounds good, too. 
I'm not complaining. You think I'm the not complaining. dimension sounds good? <laughs> the eighth dimension, guys. The eighth dimension. Fourth. Come on, man. <laughs> Jeez, this is Buckaroo Banzai, man. You can't be going to the fourth, fourth dimension. Dim- he's going to the eighth dimension. He does yeah, everything. Eighth dimension. He's a neurosurgeon. He's a rock and roll star. He's a, a samurai. Okay, when he's doing the brain surgery at the beginning oh and uh, Jeff Goldblum's just explained that like, oh, I got so deep in there and I started like blah, 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 blah. And like, and then I, at the one point, I just didn't know what the hell I was like, doing. <laughs> it's like what he says. He's like, at a certain point, every, all, everything in the brain just kind of starts to look the same. <laughs> You're a neurosurgeon. What are you saying? Yeah. And then he goes to pull on something and uh, Buckaroo is like, don't pull on that. We don't yeah, know, we what, don't know do. what that's connected to. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, that that I couldn't recommend that movie more. It's so fucking amazing. It's hilarious as shit. Yeah. Um the the part where okay, so like he I don't even know how they like find that girl afterwards. After she's sad and lonely and like take her in or some shit. I don't know what the fuck happens. I can't remember. He like she goes to jail and they break her out and then or they like get her out and then they uh they go Oh, to, she goes to, Oh yeah, that's when she goes to jail. Yeah, she, goes she to, shoots the gun in the she air. She shoots the gun and it's the most believable thing about the movie, they actually brought her to jail afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> she's like, in a fucking like skimpy fucking nightgown, like, like with pink pink dress yeah hot pink yeah nightgown and like has all these fluffy like cushion like uh blankets like fur blankets or some shit in her jail cell they made her look as sexy as they could possibly make her look in a jail like it, it was kind of, it was kind of strange it's very weird yeah she's up against the, the like yeah you don't you don't see anyone else in any of the jail cells no they didn't show you they just there was like a, one of the his like partners was walking down the hallway and then some guy sticks his hand out and he literally jumps yeah <laughs> it's like he was surprised that there was someone actually like an extra in the cell like the actor was that's what it seemed like to me yeah. like it, it was a genuine shock but then so they take her back to the house where they all like fucking hang out or whatever it's like their home base <laughs> yeah because i guess buckaroo bonsai in this universe is like famous it's like seems pretty obvious that he's like a renowned world figure or something yeah it's like James Bond, but a celebrity and like a musician, like famous musician. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, well, like a jack of all trades kind of. He's oh like, yeah, he's everything. He's like the neurosurgeon and a scientist and a particle physicist and a rock and roll musician. And, yeah. and he knows karate and he's like a superhero, kind of like a, like a spy. I don't know. He was everything. He was literally just like everything. Anything he needed to be, he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then some. Like... <laughs> The neurosurgery part only was in the intro. <laughs> it never came back. Yeah. It never came back. It wasn't even necessary for him to be that. <laughs> it could have literally started with him doing the, the car test, but they start with him doing surgery on that has no bearing on the plot whatsoever. <laughs> except to it's introduce just to show like he's like fucking smart, smart and shit. Yeah. And, and he does all this shit. Does it all, baby. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci. But uh so it's like, I don't know. It's kind of weird because they like leave her like alone. Like they're like, you like the other girls, like nobody goes back there. She gets really with, like threatened with the when boys. She sees her. Yeah. And uh, 
what's her name again? The actors, the actress's name, uh, Ellen name. Barkin. Ellen Barkin's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what the hell? Are you gonna just like fucking leave me out here? Like, you can't hang out. And he's like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I used what? To, she, you know, she goes, <laughs> what am I even doing here? What, what, who am I? She goes, who am I? <laughs> She's like freaking out. Like, who Through am the, I? like crack of the door. Who am, am I? He's like, you, uh, you must have had a twin sister at some point. And I married that twin. Yeah. And she's and she, dead when, now. She's no longer with us. And that's not a thing anymore. And now you're here. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. It, well, like first he said, he didn't even say the twin sister thing. He literally says... You remind me of a woman uh, he, <laughs> that uh, I used to know. <laughs> and she says, was she very beautiful? And he goes, forgot about that. she's queen of the Netherlands. Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Which we laughed so hard oh, too. That was so good. Because it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the queen of the Netherlands? <laughs> she was the queen of the Netherlands. What an amazing line. Was she? And you're like, hey, was she really the queen of the Netherlands? Or like, is that a thing? Is in this that universe? just a compliment? Like, I don't know. Like, does I don't even know if the Netherlands has a queen. <laughs> I don't even know. If yeah, that's I don't a thing. know. Yeah. I don't know at all. And then you find out that it's like her twin sister that died that she didn't even know about. Well, I, and uh, was you're it like, her twin or was it he just You're like, that? why why was why was Queen of the Netherlands brought up? <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like waiting for to find out if it's really the Queen of the Netherlands or yeah. not. Because it very well could be. He's Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. Well the 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 second after he tells her I was married to a woman who who just looked like it looked exactly like you, and she must have been your twin. She's just like, oh, why didn't you say anything? And she just like tries to kiss him, like immediately. Yeah, she's just like, oh, like, <laughs> oh, why didn't you say so? I'm just gonna kiss you now yeah. because you look like my like my, my dead. Wife. You you married my dead twin sister. Well, that I didn't know. I, I, I really, are they even twins? Like, or is he just I saying really like you must have a twin? I took it that like he literally did say like like she had a twin or some shit. Like I took it like a face value, honestly. I, I like maybe not, said. maybe not. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think it truly matters. I don't think really because they obviously but it doesn't I, matter. They didn't mention it again. But it seemed like in the realm of possibility with this movie. Like I was just like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> like I, believe I completely it. believe it. Yeah, and, and he just uh, knows. I just I know I under like I get it. He just knows. Yeah. yeah, and it's like the same thing like with this podcast. Like if you died, and then I met someone else who was your secret twin that you didn't know about, I would not start podcasting with them. <laughs> So why are you kissing this woman, Bucker? And why is once she finds out that you married her secret twin, she's just completely okay with like having a romance with you? She's like, oh, you find me attractive. Well, I mean, shit, he is Buckaroo Banzai. If Brad Pitt was like, I used to know a girl who looked just like you. And I want to fuck you. Yeah, and uh, I liked her a lot. <laughs> and you're just like, Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I'll take that. I'm down. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. It's totally cool. You don't have to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just one facet of the movie, though. There's so much other ridiculousness going on. Like, the clothes were crazy. Clothes were awesome. So awesome. The um, The part where he licks his hand and puts... 
the formula on the Japanese guy's, the scientist's head, and it just well, shocks like a little him. spark. And then it's like tattooed it's on like his printed. forehead. Yeah. He's like, give me the formula. And he just licks his hand, puts it on his forehead, and a little electricity shoots out, and then it's literally tattooed on his forehead. I was like, well, what? Yeah, what the fuck? When you first are introduced to John Lithgow's character, and he's just like watching the news about Buckaroo Banda or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he's watching. I can't remember. But he's getting fucking amped, and you just see his eyes. It's like zoomed in on these fucking pair of eyes, and you can see the veins through the skin. And it's a fucking crazy shot. Yeah. It's awesome. And then it just pans out, and it's John Lithgow with crazy hair. And he opens his mouth, and then he's got like fucking crazy like black teeth you're like what the fuck this is this is the best john lithgow's ever looked i love this i've never seen him in anything that looks as good as this yeah it's it's amazing and then so oh, he thing. puts the shock the like he puts this thing on the side of his head or in his ear and it's then like he on puts, his ear yeah he puts this little clamp on his tongue and he just gets shocked <laughs> And it's so funny. And like the TV's like, I wonder what it was like back in 1938. 1938. <laughs> and like it like goes back. And it's like he's back in 1938 and he's like this renowned scientist, I'm assuming. And he he like acts like they're doing an experiment to go to the eighth dimension and he flies halfway through. And then I guess he gets switched out with another alien from the eighth dimension. Yeah. Like I, it wasn't. He's like halfway clear. through his butt is sticking out of the wall. And on the other side, there's just all these aliens like beating him up, like a bunch of him and shit. Yeah. He's like, ah, and they get him out. And then he's just crazy. Yeah. He's like lost his goddamn mind. And because then apparently he's a fucking alien. And then he didn't age because now it's 1984 and he's Yeah, exactly. The same. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. Very weird. The, the weirdest part is when like. Uh, they're trying to put it together like the date like they're like oh all these people like joined uh, or like started this thing what is it the yo-yo yo-yo dawn or whatever the fuck oh yeah yo-yo dine yo-yo dine like they all started this thing and all the uh, social security numbers are on the same date they were created all on like November. October 31st. Uh, yeah. It was on Halloween and it was the day of the transmission of the Orson Welles War of the Worlds broadcast. And then Jeff I think Goldblum. it was November 1st. It was well, the day after. November 1st, 1938. And he was like, what happened before? Like, <laughs> like Jeff Goldblum was trying to think. Yeah. And then he's like, on he's October like, uh, 31st, October there was 31st that World Halloween. War. Yeah. <laughs> Orson Welles. Orson Welles. And so oh literally after he says that, someone in the room goes, what are you saying? <laughs> What are you saying? It's like, well, they, everyone goes, said I that. I remember him from the wine commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 had to call out that he was a fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and his later in life career was a little less, lack, it was a little lackluster. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's so weird. You're just like, oh, so this whole thing's based on War of the Worlds now? <laughs> like very much so that is like part of the lore yeah it's very odd because like none of it obviously nothing else except for that fact lines up with how the war of the worlds goes yeah <laughs> and like oh, i don't even know what they were trying to say with that like he was re he was like reporting on jeff goldblum says at one point he's like he was reporting something that actually happened and then exaggerated it and then he was hypnotized to come out later and say it was it was all a hoax and it was like 
what yeah <laughs> or like you know government like made it out to be like a hoax right. or something but they, he literally like, said orson Welles was hypnotized to say <laughs> that it was a hoax <laughs> yeah you hear that well you know aliens yeah well just interdimensional beings really the beings from the eighth i guess they're a little alien to us yeah well, I guess the thing was with but the aliens they was... they have a mother. That's somebody's a... daughter. That's, that's somebody's child. <laughs> that interdimensional being is somebody's child. And you need to let them make money how they want to make money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to clarify this. Um, the aliens weren't from the 8th dimension. They were from another planet. and Planet they had, X. They were planet 10. Uh, same thing. They said Planet X for sure, and they said Planet Ten. So I think they just like were they were like not sure what to name the planet. But then they <laughs> they're reading the script. They're like, yeah, Ten. It's X. That's, it's that's ten. X, X is, is Ten. ten. Yeah. Like <laughs> um, other actors just saying it differently. Ten, yeah, it was a Roman numeral, right? We were doing the Roman numerals, right? <laughs> no, it was fucking X. It was Planet X. We can't go back and do reshoots. We're not reshooting. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, but the aliens in the eighth dimension were just aliens from that planet that were imprisoned there. I think that's what. And then they could, they weren't allowed. They w- couldn't be allowed to escape. Yeah, they just like couldn't get back, and they were like, "Oh my god!" There's a part where John Lithgow is like uh, chanting to all the aliens, and he's like. Where do we want to go? And they're like, back home. He's like, when do we want to go? They're like, real soon. <laughs> <laughs> they all chant, real, real soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, yeah. They're like, when are we going to go? Not even like, when do we want to go? It's like, when are we, we going to go? go? They're just like, real, real soon. soon. Like, <laughs> no they, specific time. I don't know. <laughs> just soon. But it's happening for sure. Real soon. <laughs> I loved that. That was so funny. There was so much com like intentional comedy in this. Absolutely. I was reading somewhere that people were comparing it to the Marx Brothers, that it was like Marx Brothers humor mixed with like a sci-fi adventure. I can totally see that. It's like it, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like if the Marx Brothers did this movie, it would have been funnier, but it mm. was pretty fucking close to a Marx Brothers style humor. Yeah. It was just it's, silly. It's totally fucking ridiculous. It's kind of like got like elements. Oh man, I'm so sorry, listeners. Why you? you it is. It is sleeping? three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, is it that late already? <laughs> no, but it's got like elements of like Mars attacks and like the alien like vibes, like how they're all just like. I don't know. They're all like kind of. It's got like that silly alien vibe. Oh, it's all. It. It's all so silly. <laughs> and like I love that so much. Oh, like the the good the Jamaican alien. Every time he pointed at something in the alien suit, he kept like twitching his ring finger and his pinky finger, and sometimes his middle finger. And he'd point, and it would just like he was just twitching <laughs> all the time when he was pointing. And he had the, like the way the aliens are designed. They always had the, they had this stupid look on their face all the times. So they're just like mouth hanging open, kind of staring blankly off, like. <laughs> yeah it was and like, like you were really wondering comical. like they were like all very silent when you first saw them and you're like are they gonna talk or are they just gonna be these like figures the yeah. whole time not do anything and then they start talking and you're like oh <laughs> talking in a jamaican accent not all of them but okay another thing about the fucking social security numbers mm. everyone is named john <laughs> yeah that was such a good joke 
<laughs> Everyone is named John, and they all have different last names. What was Christopher Lloyd's character's last big name? Big Booty. It, but but bo- he would say bootay. Big Booty. And everyone it's called Booty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like John Big Booty. Like, fuck you, John Big Booty. It's Booty. It's Big Booty. And then they had John Smallberries. <laughs> <laughs> and, and oh my god there was also uh john yaya yeah <laughs> and they're like reading these names they're like this is all fake as it's fuck, fuck. <laughs> all and, then, and then someone else is like no there's there's john o'connor and john wilson it, it, it's not fake because like, there's a couple <laughs> normal ones <laughs> like literally there's john big, big booty, booty. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this can't be real guys they show the list for a second i honestly want to get like I need to get like like screen capture that. Yeah. There's so many names I didn't read. I read like three. I was just like, oh my God, yes. For sure. It's like John Fish Shine or some yeah. shit. Like crazy shit. Uh, I, I shit, honestly shit shit. Shit. John Shit. John Shit House. Uh, uh, the not the end, but the last half of this film where most of the like conclusive properties are coming out. And it's like, all right, we have we have a plot, guys. We swear, we're like, we're doing something here. I'm like, I was like zoning out so fucking hard. Yeah, well, and I'm thinking about it now. A lot of the the plot contradicts itself throughout the movie, and like, it feels like it has like a hundred different plot lines that it could have, and then the the one that kind of emerges kind of goes nowhere, and then is resolved really quickly at the end. And it's mostly just like an excuse for all these like great sequences with. The characters like just the characters doing crazy shit yeah just like a lot of action sequences and like oh man those guys are strong and yeah well like the little kid like like that whole last sequence felt like a great like way to just get that kid to carry an ak-47 around <laughs> shooting at aliens and it and like delivering some of the fucking best lines in the movie yeah that guy's <laughs> like uh Whoa, whoa, now calm down. What you got there? Is that real? I shoot shit. You're like, oh fuck. And what does he say to him? He says something. It's so sassy. <laughs> that kid was kid. so sassy. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. But, but the things like that. I was like, the whole movie just put you like set up situations for there to be moments like that. And that was like <laughs> where the, like the plot was so secondary to just like experiencing the film, and it's just like, uh. Buckaroo Banzai and his fucking colorful band of followers doing hilarious, ridiculous shit and saving the world. Like it felt like a comic book. It felt like like a fun comic book. Like it, there were no real stakes. Yeah, and someone's actually holding a fucking Marvel comic book of Buckaroo Banzai in the movie. And I I I saw Marvel and but after it went away, I was like did I just see Marvel? That was a Marvel comic. <laughs> yeah. Like, did they get Marvel to like sign off on this shit? And you looked it up afterwards and it was like a Marvel comic. And I was like, yeah, they did like a limited like, two issue thing. I didn't say anything when we were watching it. Cause I didn't want to like, I didn't it wasn't notice that, the comic book. It wasn't that important to be like, go back. But, um, I didn't notice the comic book when we were watching. And so when you said that you saw that, I was like, I mean, it makes sense. And I was just like, oh, damn. I can't remember who picked it up. Someone like looked at a Buckaroo Banzai comic book. and You can bet you're asking me to watch this movie again for the end of the week. Um, <laughs> since I've got this, uh, <laughs> since I got it for like six more days. Is that, is the, is the rental period that long as well? Is it always like a week? Two days, usually 48 hours. 
24 to 48. But oh, an older but you movie. could just rent it again for free, maybe? Yeah, maybe. You got to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Why not? I really want to watch To Live and Die in L.A. with Jordan because I think she would like it. I know she would like it. Um, yeah. Honestly, just, just the... I really want someone to recut a different soundtrack. I'm sure so many people who have watched that movie are probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? People love that soundtrack. Soundtrack's so good. But like... It's the Wang Chung sound. Yeah. I was I, like, ah, it turned me off in a lot of parts that I think could have been very good. They were all really good parts. It was just like the music is just like feels off a little bit. People were going to shit on us for talking about like we're talking about like this is how we felt about that soundtrack. And anybody who listens to it that likes that movie is going to we're going to get death threats because <laughs> we didn't like that fucking soundtrack. That's how fucking hardcore people are about that shit. But yeah, it really like it was like it in parts it works. And then in parts it was like. This Some is cheesy. Yeah, it's just like, dude, like we don't need this. We're talking about to live and die in LA now, guys. I don't know if you're keeping track of this. <laughs> we're not talking about Bugger Bonsai. <laughs> Bugger Bonsai had pretty alright soundtrack. It, yeah, I didn't notice it that much, which is good. Yeah, it was you know, it made sense. You don't want it to be too good or too bad. You know, you don't want it to be Phantom Thread. <laughs> you kinda do. Yeah, you kinda but it takes do. you out of the movie. That didn't take me out of the movie. It just made me go, this music's incredible. No, no, no. It's really great. It's really great. I love it, but um, and then you don't want it to be, you don't want it to be to live and die in L.A. Because that took me out of the movie in another way, where I was like, this sequence is amazing. Why the fuck is there like? And you're like, no, this is this is like super tense and dramatic and awesome, and like the soundtrack's not. No, not at all. Well, so Friedkin loves that soundtrack, and Who? he, the director of that movie, oh, um, sure he does. He he hired that band specifically, sent him a script because he, I mean, he hired that band because he loved that music, and then sent him a script. Didn't show him the movie, and they wrote the soundtrack without seeing the movie. They just wrote it to the script, and then. <laughs> Yeah, and and then the title song to live and die in L.A., which is that cheesy to live and die in L.A. Like it was like this isn't fit this at all. Friedkin said that he didn't want a a song in the movie that like used the title of the film. Yeah, and then Wang Chung showed him that song, and he was like, "Never mind, this is awesome." It's like I read that, and I was like, "What? what? A bitch. <laughs> what?" And he says it added a new texture to the movie that uh, that the movie wouldn't have if it wasn't for the soundtrack. Yeah, real fucking pop Hollywood texture, like classic bullshit texture. Yeah. Like, it's like like the shittiest of new wave sounds. Like yeah. it would have been better with Your the score movie by New has Order. A, like, <laughs> movie has a theme song. Like, yeah, literally. To live and die. No, there. It's like, dude, no. This movie is like about murder and fucking counterfeit and money. Revenge. And like, yeah. it's just like, it's like, why the fuck is all this like some upbeat fucking synth wave shit? Eighties. Like, there are parts of the soundtrack that are okay. There, there are parts, but like for the most part, honestly, I don't fucking care. And the best parts of the movie is when there's no soundtrack at all, like the car chase sequence when the it's just the sounds of the cars driving. And yeah, it's like this is tense as fuck. It's awesome. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like someone's had to have thought the same as us, and like 
someone does. Someone in the film industry is Rick Recut. <laughs> like would, new music already, probably. There was a Reddit thread of talking about it not too long ago, and literally everyone was just circle jerking that soundtrack. They're like, it, it's so good. The soundtrack was so good. And it was it is the eighties. That was what the eighties sounded like. And I was like, not necessarily. I guess if that's what you were listening to in the eighties, it's what the eighties sound like. But you also had bands like Talking Heads and New Order and David Bowie and fuck. I mean, there's and the countless different shit. sounds going on in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, <80s>. sure. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have to be Wing Chun. Definitely not. And uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's a great movie. You should all watch it. Definitely and, watch uh, the movie. I don't even know what the fuck to say. Like what about? We're not talking about that. How about Buckaroo Banzai? Yeah, anymore. we're going to talk about Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> fuck. Like, where do we even go? The end of the movie, the fucking, you know, you, if, if you watched it, you watched it. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some like sporadic funny parts. Okay. So like, there's not really like, I can't really, we can't talk about the themes of the movie. There wasn't really a theme. It was mostly just like, there, there wasn't anything like serious you can pull away from it. It was just a fucking fun movie. It was very like, fun. Very 80s. It was fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I want that film to be my new, like, Christmas family movie. <laughs> like, right? where it's just like, all right, let's all watch Buckaroo Banzai. It's tradition. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we have to. <laughs> and you just put on Buckaroo Banzai and open gifts. Yeah. <laughs> With your family, like... Listen to that. Wait, wait, wait. Open goodbye. This is my favorite part. <laughs> this is when the audience boos that fucking poor that, bitch. That crying bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a violin yeah. for you. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and then we'll just be like, yes, I love you. And then that theme comes in. The do 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 you're like oh yeah oh yeah this is my favorite song ever the trailer is literally just the uh end credit scene which is so awesome that and might that be one of my favorite parts about, of the uh the one line from the president is like hey the president called do we uh what did he say something about russia he, goes, he wants to know dimension. uh he wants to know what uh how uh if the, if the things with the aliens resolve themselves, and if uh, we just need to destroy Russia, and he, uh, yes to one, no to two. So, say yes to destroying Russia or, or number two. <laughs> yeah. Says yes to destroying Russia or number two, which is the funniest <laughs> shit. That line is so funny because so it's like is he confused too? Like you're They're like what confused. the fuck is happening? That movie was so confused, but in the most glorious way possible. Like that line, like someone had to been high as fuck. And wrote that line, and they're like, "Look, dude, this is this is gonna be the line." And someone else who was equally as high was like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> well, the writer, the guy who wrote it, said he like wrote. It took him like years to write it, and he would write a hundred pages and then put it in a drawer and then start over and write a completely new movie. And so there's like, there's literally like seven eight like half movies he wrote God, i want to see the outtakes <laughs> of all like yeah of every single yeah. script and they're all different they're all like massive like overhauls of the the plot and then he took a break on writing it to write new york new york for martin scorsese oh really yeah which i would love to watch now that i know that um 
You've after seeing it? Bro- I've never seen New York. New York is one of the few Scorsese movies I've not watched. Nor have I. And it's his only musical. And it's Robert De Niro. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. Did not know about that. Yeah. They parody it in um, It's Always Sunny a couple times. <laughs> Apparently. I've read. I've heard. Dan Jopling was obsessed with it when he saw it. He took a Scorsese class when we were in college. And he came back and he was like, have you seen New York, New York? And I was like, no. And he goes, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Parodies that movie exactly. And as he was taking that class, he'd come back and be like, have you seen After Hours by Martin Scorsese? And I was like, at the time, I was like, no. And he was like, dude, it's always sunny in Philadelphia did a parody episode. of it. <laughs> It's like the same plot as this episode. And they did like, he went through, he saw every single Scorsese movie. And he literally found an episode of It's Always Sunny that parodies every single Scorsese movie. Like, I believe it, honestly. They, they like homage every film he's ever made <laughs> over the course of that series. That's hilarious. Yeah. I could totally see that. Dan, of course it was Dan who notices it. And yeah, like, yeah. Dude, he's just like, wait, same... this is the same storyline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same 30 shit. minutes. Yeah. And because, because that, that, the way that show is, it lends itself to just be sporadic and crazy and do whatever the fuck it wants. Yeah. That that makes sense, honestly. Well, and it, like knowing Rob McElhaney and the sensibilities of him and the other stars who like are writing that they like it makes so much sense that they're homaging Scorsese movies. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure Rob McElhaney wrote mo- a movie or was like writing a movie for Paul Schrader for a long time when he was like before he made his break. And like he ended up, the movie didn't end up not being made. But Paul Schrader wrote Taxi Driver, and his friends with Scorsese. So it would like make uh, I think like it would make total sense that like yeah, absolutely. He's like loves that shit. <laughs> that crossover. He's about to come out with uh, the Minecraft movie. What? Rob McElhaney directed the Minecraft film movie that's coming out. Is it like the same animation as the video game? I think it's live action. It's live action? I think so. What? <laughs> Why? It's going to be the like, fuck is the movie about? I don't know. I've not seen it. Oh my it's God, is The yet. Rock in it? I don't know. <laughs> I just know that Rob McElhaney directed it, or is directing it. That is so fucking weird. I don't know, man. Like, when people that are so cool... That you respect because they're just fucking hilarious and like good writers go on to do like big ass tentpole movies where it's like, I'm directing a fucking video game movie where the plot is undefined and I had to figure out a script. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're just like, why? <laughs> like, yeah, like, why are you doing that? Why the fuck? Like, can you just write something good? Like, yeah. I don't. I'm not saying that the Minecraft movie won't be good. I mean, it's written and directed by Rob McElhaney. Maybe it'll be great. I like, mean, I feel like in but his it's hands, like, it's gonna, it comes out May like, 24th, what is, 2019. What is your wheelhouse? You know? His wheelhouse is It's Always Sunny. What else has Rob McElhaney done? I'm so concerned. He was a, he was like a that, small character uh, in, in that Michael Douglas movie with Tobey Maguire. Have you seen that? Huh. He's like plays uh, Katie Holmes' boyfriend and like Rob two... McElhaney is is uh, Dennis, right? Is Mac? Oh, it's Mac. Okay, I thought it was Mac, but then I got stuck on Dennis. Who? What's his name again? Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Who may not be coming back? 
who okay glenn harrington is the one that i was gonna say he's awesome why he's so awesome why the fuck are you leaving always sunny to be on ap bio with pat and i have not seen yet so is it or aired this week i think the first episode aired no i think it airs on february 1st yeah it airs like this coming week and then the whole season doesn't air till march 1st yeah it's like a sneak preview or something yeah and well, I can't imagine. Maybe he t- it'll be good. Pat Oswald's awesome. Not in like f- film sh- and TV though. The showrunner uh, of that show is supposed to is someone who's done something awesome. The, the guy who's who wrote AP Bio is supposed to be somebody who did something awesome. I just like called out Pat Pat Oswald on film and TV. I hope like this podcast doesn't. Take I off. think he. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's on here, and he's like, "I heard you fucking criticize my movies, you motherfucker." <laughs> if we have Pat Oswalt as a guest, I'm really gonna just like, <laughs> well, not just even if it fucking takes off in a middle of it, he's like, "Yo, these guys talk shit about Pat Oswalt." I mean, I, I did. I'll take. I'll take all credit. Yeah, you take. I, I'm not criticizing him. I wasn't a King of Queens fan, but I like most of this stuff. Pat Oswalt was on that. Yeah, he's a main character. A main, not the main. I was like, yeah, no, it's Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, no, he's <laughs> who's amazing, by the way. Kevin James, please come on our podcast. We love you. <laughs> Hitch was an awesome movie. Yeah, you should have won an Oscar. Yeah, I don't know what the Academy was thinking that for yet. sure. And it's like, can we get Will Smith an Oscar already? Like, I mean, for real, way overdue. Like his performance in Bright is maybe the most like revelational thing I've ever seen. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. <laughs> Revolutionary. We got great lines from him out of that movie like, fairy lives don't matter. I didn't watch that movie. I saw the trailer and I showed you and then you watched it. <laughs> I watched a quarter of it and turned it off because it made me so mad. That's not a true timeline. <laughs> What I just said. It's a pretty accurate one. <laughs> but there was a time between me showing you the trailer and us talking shit. And then for some reason, what was that day like when you uh, when you decided to watch Bright? Oh, let's see. I had had two glasses of wine and four glasses of whiskey. It was one o'clock in the morning. Jordan had gone to bed. I was I was probably stoned. And I uh, literally and I had done a, a bit of crack, <laughs> smoked a little crack, and I had this like tab of acid sitting in my freezer that I hadn't hadn't done yet. So I took that and then looked in the cushions, see if I could find any uh, spare spare dimes, nickels. Yeah, I needed a couple bucks. Um, I had to go to the store. And buy some like chocolate and cigarettes. Bought, bought some spam and, um, and cigarettes. Yeah, and actually ended up not getting cigarettes or chocolate. I I got milk and um, honey, and I just mixed them together, and it was pretty pretty delicious. Damn, it's like the fucking promised land. Yeah, and then up in here, and then I got on Netflix and saw Bright was posted. Was and you're out. like, well, life's amazing, so this is the time that I need to watch this terrible movie. I was like, I'm stoned. I've been drinking all day. I'm uh, high on crack. I've dropped acid maybe an hour ago. And I've been drinking milk and honey. Why not? 
Yeah. Why not? It was a perfect, perfect moment. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah. And then I hated it and I considered committing suicide for a minute. Yeah. The milk and honey just went out the fucking window. I puked. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like immediate downfall, like fucking buzzkill Will Smith. Oh, I had no, I had no more buzz afterwards. They know they call him Buzzkill Smith, (laughs) 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 or Buzzkill Will, Buzzkill Will. Either one, Fresh Prince. Either one, folks. You can use them both. That's a freebie. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to trade. Hashtags of (laughs) Buzzkill Will or Buzzkill Smith. Either one, baby. I'm gonna use that hashtag. Have <laughs> Buzzkill Smith. Buzzkill Smith. That's gonna be on this episode when we do the description. Hashtag Buzzkill Smith. Look for the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've gone off the rails. A little bit. I don't remember how the movie ended. <laughs> Bonsai shit. They defeated the bad aliens. They killed them in um then he parachuted down from an ungodly height. Um, he was like in the clouds, like pulled that parachuting parachute. down. He pulled that parachute 30,000 feet before he should have. Jamaican aliens like scoots up next to him and his spaceship's like, hey, thanks, man. And then he drives away, flies back to his home ship out, out on the, you know. In outer the, rim. Outer rim of outer, of, uh, <laughs> outer space of, of Earth. And then um, Buckaroo Banzai, after having a space battle, and or flying in the sky at least battle probably thousands of miles away from where he you know took off just from. flying after this space alien ship the whole time yeah. trying to like catch up with it in a, in one direction and then parachutes out and then lands right next to his friends at the yo-yo dine uh spa- like place and yeah, then they're like yay yeah and then he goes and checks on the girl and she was like dead or whatever and then he like kisses her and the like shocks him and then shocks her and then she wakes up and then i don't remember what happens i don't remember the very 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 end and then i just remember cutting to credits and then they're like walking in the the waterways or whatever with like the whole cast and it's gorgeous it was the amazing. end of the movie is so gorgeous it's just the playing this fucking credits. song with this little synthy melody <laughs> It's so silly, and like, it's a, it's almost like Oompa Loompa-ish. Like, it's just like, you think? we'll all gather together and march. Like, it's just so like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, maybe so like badass. Munchkin more so. Like, just something with fucking midgets is what I imagine. Midgets marching. But it's Little not people. Midgets. And it's not, and it's it's all the main characters. Main characters <laughs> from the movie. It's all the main characters. All of the Bonsai crew. And even the kid. The kid with Little the fucking there. gun is in the front. And they're all marching to this music. And the credits are going by. And you're like, damn. That was awesome. That was amazing. And this is amazing still. Yeah. And then you watch the whole fucking credit sequence. Even though it ends about halfway through the credits. And it just stays on the wall that says Buckaroo Bonsai. And then it introduces the sequel. 
Yeah, it says literally like, uh, stay, like tuned. stay tuned for more Buckaroo Bonsai. For more adventures of Buckaroo The Bonsai. like fucking, I don't even know what the hell it's called. It's like the World Crime Syndicate or something like that. Yeah. Some shit like that. I w- Okay, so MGM owns the rights to this series still. And they can still make a, like movies with like, they own the title and it's not like, this will never be made again. So I think someone, choose your words carefully. I can't. I can't. I don't know words. I don't, don't know English. Don't say you wish there's another one just yet. Think about the consequences. <laughs> it's true. I want the right person to make the next one, but I or a TV show like Kevin Smith was going to do, which I think would like. I I don't know if Kevin Smith's the right guy or not, but I'd love to see what he would try to do with it. I just think that there's a lot of these people. Like Kevin Smith and like Seth Rogen that are getting a hold of these properties. They're like, yeah, I've made it. I'm a so fan of this. I can grab this. I'm a fan of it. And I and they're going to let me make another thing. And then they put all their friends in it. And then and they make good, it their yeah. own. And you're just like, this isn't even the fucking thing yeah. that I liked. Yeah. It's just another thing. Yeah. It's just like a fan made. It literally looks like a fan made thing. Yeah. Like Preacher. Yeah, Preacher is... Man, I wish it was so good. I wish it was good. It's See, not, I think... It's not like... It's not like uh, like terrible. Like, I've fucking watched like Arrow and Flash on CW. That's shit that's like, holy fuck. This is like... It's almost better because it's just so comical, like how yeah. bad it is. And everyone's always in the hospital or apologizing to each other. <laughs> but on, I, on Preacher, it's still kind of like people are just apologizing to each other all the time. Like the drama aspect is just so heightened that you're like, you know, I don't feel the drama. It just seems like bullshit. <laughs> and uh, you should really just be making fucking badass like badass characters that are doing badass shit. Like the fucking comic. I read the comic and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy as shit. Well, I think that... Okay, so like the way like Noah Hawley adapts mm-hmm. shit, I think is like a good a good way to... Like it, it focuses on the character mm-hmm. and theme. And it's like really tightly written. Like it's like... It's, you know, he like changes his style too to like wrap around that. Yeah, to wrap around like the thing. way it's written and like the material. And I mean, Fargo is a fucking great show and it's adapted from source material where if a lesser fucking person was trying to make that shit, they would, it would be a, it would be a shadow of yeah, the movie. Whereas sure. the show, it I just can't expands imagine it. anyone else. I can't imagine anyone else making that show well. No, I can't either. It's but so good. Third season, you know, if anyone's watched it, it's a little, you know, it has near, its issues, near the end. It's got its issues, but it's still pretty good. Like it's still, it's still very, very compelling and entertaining. Yeah, it had its moments where I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, um, and then Legion's amazing, and it, he like captures a comic book character that's really difficult to adapt. Um, but then you like, I I feel like, yeah, there's time travel in the next season. What? They've already announced it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Then, you know that season comes out in like a month. I think it comes out in April. Oh, is it two months? Yeah. What well, comes out in a month then? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I don't know what comes out in a fucking month. Westworld. Be in February or March. Wow. Whoa. Wow, that's crazy. Westworld. Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. 
He ain't dead yet. He's still alive. Hey, is he a robot? I don't think so. I don't think he's a robot either. I was just checking. But I think they killed a robot version of him. But wait for the twist. But there's a twist. I'm calling it right now. Everyone's robots. Everyone's a fucking robot. <laughs> Even the fucking people you don't know are robots. People running this shit's robots. <laughs> <laughs> robots run the world. There are no people left. That show's awesome. We all robots. I won't say anything until I watch the second season. About the, oh, the first season? Yeah. You didn't like it? That was all right. Oh, I, I, I was entertained, but uh, there were things that had some issues. Of course. I mean, of course, there's parts, but there's things. But I, <laughs> I thought it was like a fun puzzle. Like, I felt like it was a puzzle. I, I like that shows that like make me feel like I'm trying to solve something. My favorite part was James Marston. <laughs> What a great actor. He's amazing. He doesn't play the same character in every role at all. No. It's not sometimes like he's a dick. Same. Sometimes he's a sweetie. He's one or the other. That's it. <laughs> Jimmy, um, Jimmy Simpson is my favorite. If we ever get big, I know this is the first episode, but James Marsden, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we insulted you in these early episodes. We apologize in advance. I keep on like hitting this microphone and I'm wondering if it's picking up. Um, bounce it again. Did you guys hear that? Bounce it. <laughs> Just like hit that shit. It's 100% picking it up. I can see the, the jump. Well, well, well. We're sorry about that, everyone. We're so sorry. So sorry. Um, well, anyway, Buckaroo Bonsai. So rating okay. <laughs> time to time to rate the movie. Hey, welcome to rating this film. Watch Well, all right. What do you? Uh, no, no, no. Chase, Chase. What do you think? You know what? What do you think? What do you? What, what do you think this movie deserves? Oh, in man. your humble brag opinion. My humble brag's <laughs> opinion. Um, well. I think it like maybe nine out of twelve cowboy hats, um, or if we want to go with the more traditional rating system, we can do um, four out of six ionizations. Ooh, those are those would be my my that would be the the way I would rate electrically this movie. charged kisses, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this movie's worth about four out of six of those. <laughs> yeah. The first half of the movie is literally fucking 100% fucking amazing. <laughs> I concur. love it. Once it gets into a little bit of uh, we we actually have to deal with this plot, that's <laughs> when you're like, I don't care so much. And I don't think you really do either, but you had to make a movie. So you can't, yeah. you know. You can't leave the audience hanging completely with yeah. like a story because it's 1984. And it's not a fucking are Frank yet. Zappa movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, where you're just like, hey, it's not 400 motels. Feel like you're at 200 motels. 200 motels. That's called. Yeah. yeah, I mix that with the 400 yeah. blows and they feel like you're on movies. acid. <laughs> yeah, from I didn't know this. He never did drugs. I don't know. You know, maybe he smoked a joint 
or some shit back in the day, but he's he very, he's very that's anti, so... he's anti-drug. Well, he was. That's crazy. He was. Because yeah. I feel like he was like a poster child of LSD culture. If you watch some interviews with Frank Zappa, there are uh, some parts of him that some things he says that you go, you thought that you, you, you were, you felt that politically. You're like, you're like, what? I'm so confused by you now. Yeah. It's a little strange, but, um, I'm uh, surprised. Hey, I'd, uh, I'd give this fucking zero, uh, fucking spurs. (laughs) There ain't no spurs. There ain't no spurs in this bitch. you trying to make fun of me? (laughs) What is he? Making fun of me or something? (laughs) You ain't got no spurs. (laughs) How can I take you seriously? You ain't got no spurs, but it didn't need spurs. It's got, um... Oh, all the vigor, all the fucking jokes. I'll give it, I'll give it fucking thousand out of a thousand. Oh, fucking just off screen (laughs) portrayals of human. Like the percentage on that is just like, oh my God, it's the best character. Like nominated for an Oscar is the audience in, in the fucking <laughs> the fucking background the background just the, the audience off camera audience. the off camera audience and especially the audience during the rock and, uh, roll. Rock and roll scene is literally the best scene it's like my new favorite scene of all cinema i love the way that scene starts and it's the oneer and it's following them coming through the hallway and then it follows peter weller as he goes into the club and then it's all the neon and he's just dancing around and he's like looking and he kind of looks back at the camera and he looks so slick and so fucking like i don't i don't know cool he's so hip i don't know i love the way that shot goes and like takes him all the way through the crowd all the way up to the the stage and he just looks so fucking effortlessly cool I love it. It was a great way to start that scene. Ugh. And then you're like, oh my God, are we about to get a musical number? In yes. This bitch? <laughs> it's so good. I'll give it uh I'll give it seven out of ten fucking Ford F three fifty jet engine <laughs> <laughs> combos. <laughs> Dimension traveler and traveling cars. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, there you go, guys. That is what we think about Buckaroo Banzai. So we think about it. I hope you enjoyed this. And I hope you've seen that movie. And if you haven't seen that movie... Go on Amazon Prime, on your app, on your Roku, on your PlayStation 4s, on your Xbox Ones, on your Nintendo Switches, whatever you got yeah. you're streaming videos from. Or, you know, fucking literally buy it. Just fucking Because buy you movie. might just fucking want it. Because we, uh, we... I want it. I want to own the movie and I want to show everyone. I want. I definitely want to show more people. I I just want to play it every six months. Just be like, all right, doing it again. We're watching Buckaroo Banzai. This is my favorite movie for right this year. I think it might be my favorite movie. <laughs> and we're three weeks into the year. Honestly, it's just it's so fucking fun, and I feel like I'm only gonna fall more in love with it. Yeah. I definitely am probably going to fall more in love with, with it as I watch it more. And I am already love it. It's like Vampire's Kiss. 
It's like one of those things, like my all. I don't know. I don't think it beats Vampire's Kiss so far in my book. Vampire's Kiss is my favorite movie. That might of be all a perfect right movie, now. though. That's but, a perfect um, movie. <laughs> but it's very, very close. And it may get closer. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. Are we ever going to do Vampire's Kiss on this podcast? We're absolutely going to do Vampire's Kiss. With Austin, right? With Austin. Austin. He's Hostel Austin. Hosta Austin. Hostel Austin. Get your house over here. Awesome. Can't wait to do that movie. I love it so much. It's going to be It's going to be a long episode. That's going to be episode 300. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's like 6 years of podcasting. There's a lot of episodes. See <laughs> so if we stay consistent. See, in six years, how consistent can we be? <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be like episode 20. We're like, all right, let's fucking do it. We're hungry. Fucking hungry for vampire's kiss. <laughs> I need to do it. And we'll do another one later. But anyhow. Hey. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, if you're fucking listening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, fuck you, thank you. If you made it all the fucking way down here. I That's do. cool. It'll only get better. Yeah. Give us 90 minutes of your life. Maybe. And we're going to get better. We need your input. No, we don't. <laughs> we're going to do our own thing. Please just calm down, sir. <clears throat> sir, calm down. Stop yelling. The person in the car next to you thinks you're a freak. <laughs> you're an absolute monster. You are a monster. They hate you. Nobody likes you. They go to you work. To do nothing. That's all you do. You go to work, you come home. Yeah. You're uninspired. You're not a cool person. We love you, though. You're still we'll, part we'll of take, this world. We'll take your uh, OnePlus anal- analytic... <laughs> analytic <laughs> plus one to analytic we'll take that plus one to the analytics of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh look someone listened from new jersey hey we don't give a shit if you make it to the end if you click play once we get the listen so you know tell your friends i don't know if that's make some clicks. i don't know if that's true it is <laughs> Well, all right. You heard it here first. Everyone needs to start a podcast. Yeah, if everyone had a podcast, this world would be overrun with podcasts. Yeah. It'd be great. It'd be fantastic. All my friends need podcasts. We all need to have a podcast. We all need to speak our minds, too. Me, this whole show, didn't speak my mind once. I didn't tell you the truth. I didn't tell you any of the truth. (laughs) It's all (laughs) fucked. It's all fucking fake. I... The things that I think in my head, I couldn't even fucking begin to tell you. I'd be arrested. I'd be arrested if you knew what I was thinking on any given moment. I can't do that. Yeah. Not in this world. Not in this lifetime. Maybe the next one. Hey, maybe on the next episode. Yeah. That's a new world. New day. (laughs) New order. New week. New life. New strife. New strife. Hey. Thanks um, for listening to Coming of Age. Thank you for listening to Coming of Age. Before we close out, do we want to make an announcement before our next episode? 
or do you want to do like a mini episode release? We're still figuring this all out, guys. So, what about the next movie? Yeah, the movie we're gonna watch. So we can give people a heads up so they can watch the movies. Hell with us. no! You just give them no warning whatsoever. No, not at all. Okay, it's fine. Listen, if you see the fucking podcast title, which is the fucking movie name of the movie, yeah, and you haven't seen it, just fucking go watch it if you want to listen to our shit. And if you don't want to watch it, just listen to our shit. And it won't really matter if you've seen the movie or not. Yeah. You probably will a little bit. You won't know what the fuck we're talking about, but I need to you stop. still listen. I need to stop cussing so much. I'm sorry, everyone. Why? <laughs> Everyone's so uncomfortable now. We just yelled at them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they tuned in for. Oh, Our fans are masochists. God damn it. We don't have any fans. This They're is like, still an experiment. These are like my friends. I hate my friends. <laughs> I hate all my friends. Such They're so mean to me. Dicks. But I can't stop hanging out with them. Sounds like a suave guy. But I can't stop hanging, hanging out with them. them. He's, He's from... like the guy from... Austin. No, no, what is it? Wayne's World. I took all the brown M&Ms out for Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of... Uh, of uh, oh, what's his... The, I forget his name. From Peep Show. The drug dealer from Peep Show. I have no idea. Have you ever watched that? Yes, but... Oh, I forget his name. It's just one of the two characters, right? It's their drug dealer. Oh, okay. He, he's got a funny name. They call him like some. It's like something hands. Everyone's screaming at their fucking. You're like, we know where it is. I know you fucking. You idiot. I fucking hate you. <laughs> you don't remember his name? God damn it! I love that show. <sighs> Chill out. <clears throat> I bet you've never so, even seen with Noah and I. Sorry. You know what? I bet you've never even seen fucking Buckaroo 8th Dimension. Dimension Bonsai Boy. If you're listening to this and you haven't listened to it, then we hate you. Also, get fucked. Get fucked. Right. Alright, All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Once again, this is the beautiful Chase Cummins. And this is the wonderful Alan Lucebrook. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll talk to you guys later. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Discussion? What discussion?